Welcome to Houston Sports Talk with your host, Robert Land. Thanks for listening to the best Houston sports podcast. And if you're a first-timer, welcome aboard. I've been doing this for, geez, I don't know. We're closing in on six years here in September. Closing in on nearly a 1,000 shows. Lots of great stuff in the archives. If you haven't listened before, go check us out. Go look through the archives. I think you'll enjoy a lot of our conversations, interviews with lots of Houston media, players, ex-players. It's really fun stuff we've had over the last few years. And this past week, though, was a rough one for the Astros as we get into this show, a seven-game losing streak. And in today's show, I'm going to bring in the host of the podcast entitled Astros Baseball with Rob Fontenot. Rob also contributes to the fan site at Astros site, Climbing Towels Hill. And Rob, it's great to finally connect with you after seeing your tweets over the years. How long have you been hosting the podcast now? I believe I started in February of 18. Why did you want to do an Astros podcast? Well, what actually happened was some guys at work were talking about starting a podcast and they're trying to come up with ideas how to catch people and how to get a lot of listeners. And so just in my free time, I happened to search for podcast app and how to make podcasts. And I came across uh, a, a, an app called Anchor. And so I made one and it was very easy, but I kind of made it just to tell them about it. But I kind of thought it was fun. So I made a couple of more, a couple of more. I only had about five people listening to them. And one of them was me. And, uh, I just got addicted to it, and I just kept going and going, and now I get uh, a little over 200 people an episode. Yeah, a lot of these things happen by accident. I remember ESPN, when they got started, there was just supposed to be local. They wanted to do local. They were told, oh, it's cheaper if you just go national with the, with the sports network. And lo and behold, they're, they're a behemoth. And uh, uh, so it, it's 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 fun, and uh, you know I, I enjoy the form. I'm sure you do as well. And, and this last week with the Astros has been a little bit troubling. Let's get into them. But the good news is Altuve is finally back. Springer isn't far behind. But was there anything about this past week that concerns you long-term, just watching what's going on? Uh, The bullpen concerns me a little bit. When Altuve first came back, I was a little concerned about him. He got his first hit. And after that, it seems like he is almost back. It seems like he's the old Altuve. The relief pitchers kind of scared, but... All I can think about with the addition of Alvarez is how awesome we're going to be when everybody's back. The lineup is spectacular. You're right, the bullpen. To me, that's the biggest concern. I think everybody's been talking about, oh, they need a third ace and let's let's go grab another starting pitcher. And if you did grab that other starting pitcher, maybe you move Brad Peacock to the bullpen. That strengthens it a, a little bit. But I don't know about you, Rob, my confidence in Osuna, even though, you know, he's got this great record over the last few years, isn't super high. You know, Kyle Presley, I mean, Ryan Presley had had one of his, you know, rougher starts, but I'm not worried about him. But a lot of the other guys, to me, they're just guys. And when you go into the playoffs, we, we know Will Harris and Chris Davinsky struggle. And, and honestly, I don't even know if Chris Davinsky's going to be around here by the end of the year. I'm kind of wondering what's going to happen because there's the numbers game that's coming up pretty quickly. And 
when Joe Smith comes back and Colin McHugh comes back, I don't know where he fits in. Do you feel like there's a guy out there that you 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 want to target, or, or do you think that the Astros maybe should still go after a starter so they could move Peacock to the bullpen and maybe you improve in both areas? Um, I would say as far as the starters go, uh, in my opinion. Uh, the Astros just need to make the playoffs. And I don't think they need that fourth starter. I think I'm the fifth starter. I think they're strong enough right now, but the bullpen, the bullpen, like I said earlier, they need help. The only three people I have confidence in is Osuna, Presley and Harris. And as, like you said, as of late, Presley has been giving up runs after not giving up a run in like 42 games. And Osuna I've always said this on my podcast that he has a remarkable record, but there's some games where he picks up saves and he gives up two home runs. Yeah, it's it, it's a little bit shaky with him. He's not a guy that's going to blow anybody away. When you get into the playoffs, uh, that's the kind of guy that you're looking for, one of those guys that throws gas that can overwhelm somebody. In the playoffs, you're going up against this Yankee lineup that we've seen the last a few days, and that lineup is full of guys that can hit the ball at the ballpark. So, yeah, you're talking about him giving up home runs, uh, him giving up runs, because he he's going to pitch to contact. And if you're doing that against the Yankees, that's dangerous because they get balls lifted up in the air, and it's gone in a hurry. Yeah, and the, uh, the Yankees just got better. They picked up a guy at DH that I was looking or hoping that we would get at the beginning of the year. And now it looks like we don't need him. With the addition of Alvarez, I'm kind of glad we didn't get him. And I think we're going to be tough to beat. I think we just need to work on the pitching staff, and we should be good to go. What do you think as you're watching Alvarez? I mean, that's the talk of the Astros right now. Uh, just unreal seven home runs in his first 12 games. And it's not just the home runs. He's figuring out a way to get on base. He's walking. He's getting base hits. And he... He's doing it against the Yankees. You know, you get three home runs against the Yankees in his first series against the Bronx Bombers in front of the big lights at Yankee Stadium. I mean, there's just nothing to hate about him. He's just he's just unbelievable. And you could stick him in the four spot or the three spot. He seems nonplussed by all of it. Yeah, that's one thing to think about. The Astros pretty much have their uh, first through fifth spot in the lineup set but I think Alvarez breaks in I think he breaks into that four spot the way he's going and he's just amazing he's unbelievable he's only 21 years old I kind of thought the bright lights of New York would get to him but it didn't it didn't get to him at all all right just just some little things that not major concerns but I I just kind of want to get your thoughts on You, you can't complain about Justin Verlander but it'd be nice if he stopped giving up a home run every game, I looked at the numbers and with that home run that he allowed Sunday, he's allowed at least one home run in 15 of his last 17 starts. So just a couple of starts where he hasn't given up a home run. And this is the deal, Rob, with the ball flying out of ballparks the way it is this year, maybe it's juiced. I think it is. Do you think his pitching style and maybe Garrett Cole's pitching style of working the top of the strike zone? And and this is a, this is kind of a Brent Strom thing. Uh, that, that that style of working the strike zone at the top is a little bit more dangerous in this era. And I mean, is it worth, you know, maybe them changing anything or is it just inevitable that you're going to give up a home run now and then and the, the Astros are just going to have to live with, you know, them throwing those kind of bombs every every so often? Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of a uh, home run league. 
It's kind of getting that way. One thing for Verlander, he's given up home runs. I, I don't know what the percentage is, but it's got to be like 90 that are uh, solo shots. So it's not really killing him. But, you know, I, today I pre- predicted that he would give up three of them and we would win four to three. And I was wrong, but we did win and he did give up one. Yeah, the one was a three-run home run, so it was like three solo shots. Oh, well, there you go. I got it right. <laughs> almost, almost. Uh, Yuli Guriel hits a home run Sunday, but I've noticed him missing pitches this season that he typically hit over the last two years. He's 35 years old, appears to be on the decline. I mean, if you're if we're going by, maybe this might be the moment where you know, he's reached that hill and is starting to go down this season. Unless maybe there's a glitch in his swing, and I'd be curious to think if you've seen a glitch in the swing, but the way I see it, next year, for all you Yuli fans out there, it's got to be the last year for him as an Astro. It's his last year under contract, and then Seth Beer is lining up to be the first baseman of the future. Is is that the way you see it? Or do you think maybe Yuli's just struggling right now and we're going to see him you know, end the season up around 290 the way he has the last couple of seasons. I see it that exact way. Yuli Gurriel, when his contract runs out, he is gone. Seth Beer will be our first baseman of the future. And that's just how I see it. I believe I tweeted that today, but maybe I thought about tweeting it. But that is exactly how I feel. And Yuli Gurriel is my second favorite player behind George Springer on the Astros. And I can even be honest about my favorite players. Uh, I don't want to see him go, but it might be time for him when his contract is up. Yeah, George Springer, I'm with you. He's my favorite player. And and I don't feel like, Rob, it's a coincidence that the Astros looked a little lethargic to start the Yankees series when George Springer wasn't there. Just him not even being on the bench, I, I thought, was a factor early in that Yankees series because of his spirit. His spirit is a, is a great thing to have around the clubhouse. When he's in the game, he makes the Astros completely different. He's the, I don't know how to say it. I'm running out of uh, words, but I don't know. The oil that runs the machine. He's the energy. Uh, He's the leadoff hitter, hitting home runs. He's the spark. He's the spark that they need. And uh, I don't know if you're going to talk about it, but they need Carlos Correa back as well. Correa back, they need him as much for his defense. Exactly, exactly. That's exactly what I mean. I mean, Yuli over at third base, he's adequate, but it's not It's not working real well, is it? No, no. I, I, like today, what I was hoping was maybe to get Miles Straw a chance at shortstop and move Bregman back to third, Yuli back to first. But once again, my prediction was wrong, and then it kind of worked out for the Astros as Tyler White hit a grand slam today. Tyler White is Mr. Hatred on Astros Twitter. They, they just don't. They, oh, yeah. They don't like Tyler too much. And here's the deal. You know, I think everybody thinks, oh, Springer's going to be back in a couple of days. It's looking like he's going to come back on Tuesday. We're recording this on Sunday night. But everybody might assume that oh, Tyler White, that's it. Tyler White's gone because George Springer's back. And But Tyler White's not going anywhere, Rob, until... Diaz comes back because that's that's the only backup at first base that they've got. Exactly. So one thing that's going to happen, because I I always thought the Astros would would set up some kind of trade with Tony Kemp or Tyler White because they're both out of options. I've written this down. I've looked at it. I've gone over it to make sure I don't make any errors. But I believe 
When Springer gets back, that will probably send Miles Straw back to Round Rock. And that leaves Tony Kemp and uh, Tyler White left for when Correa and Diaz come back. So in my mind, they're both gone. I mean, they need to do something with them or they're just going to lose them and get nothing out of it. Yeah, I think for sure, I think Tyler White loses his job. I, I mean, basically everybody that started the season, everybody we're expecting to start the season should be fine except Tyler White. I think Tyler White then gets traded out with the, with the Jordan sticking. So I, that's the way it looks of, oh, yeah. of, all the, of all the regular players. And then, um, I'm, again, I'm interested to see what's going to happen with the bullpen because it, at some point, if everybody is healthy, then there's an odd man out because Joe Smith wasn't around to start the season and he's going to be back, uh, according to Jeff Luno, around the All-Star break. And uh, same with Diaz. I think it's both of those guys, maybe right after the All-Star break, we're going to see him. And Tyler White, you know, he's taken a beating, but he hits the grand slam. And honestly, Rob, you know, if you're, if you're honest with yourself, except for him hitting in the clutch and, and those numbers are terrible and, and we can get into those numbers, but he, he hasn't been bad in June. I mean, when you look at his June numbers and, and, and this might even be before Sunday's game, but his OPS is 849 and, and, and that's great. I mean, you'd be super excited. The problem is the first two months, his OPS was 686 and 539, yeah. but Tyler White last year, you know, he was a good hitter. I mean, he was a great hitter. I mean, is everything that you would want. He was he was a, a, a thousand, and he was just starting to get the number of bats where you know he was going to be comfortable in the majors. You know, his first couple of years, he he didn't get that many at bats when he when he got the call up previously. So you right. know, you got to give him time. Just like we saw Bregman struggle early on. It, guys typically struggle. Even Mike Trout started uh, really slow. His first year was not that great. But all of a sudden, you know, Mike Trout figured it out. Uh, Alex Bregman figured it out. And I'm not saying Tyler White would, would ever, was ever going to be that. I think, the, to me, the big detriment to Tyler White's game, Rob, is that he can't play anything but first base and DH. And, and that lack of versatility is, is a big factor. And he, and he has no speed either, obviously. Yeah, right. So last year, uh, Tyler White, like you're saying, he had such a good season. And I think it was just a certain spot of the season because when the end of the year and the playoffs rolled around, he disappeared. And, but he'd had such a good season last year that he's actually the reason Evan Gaddis doesn't have a job right now. And, uh, or at least that's why he's not a Houston Astro. So the thing about Tyler White, I'm not a big fan of his for a while. He was mostly the DH and Everybody talks about OPS and on-base percentage and all this stuff. But if you're going to be the DH, you're going to be the first baseman. You need some power. I mean, that's power positions. I want home runs. I want someone that drives in runs. And when I watch Tyler White hit, he looks like his first instinct is to try and walk. That's what, that's what I see when I watch him uh, hit. Yeah, the aggression just isn't there at the plate. Uh, Michael Brantley... Uh, he struggled a little bit recently, but you know I, I didn't expect him to keep up the pace that he had the first couple of months. But when you yeah. look at the lineup overall, Rob, I mean, I just I, I feel like some of the guys just they might be out of gas a little bit. You know, you can't give guys off as much maybe as you had been. I mean, Bregman, I, I don't know when the last time he's had a day off. It doesn't seem like you can give 
a Bregman or a Brantley as many days off or, you know, even putting it, put him in the DH spot, especially now that you've got Jordan out there. So I, I think with this lineup, it, it's just a matter of uh, they just need some reinforcements. They need to get some guys back. I mean, it's a great story with uh, Super Jack, but Super Jack uh, is just not somebody that you can play on a regular basis. He just, you know, he doesn't no. have that uh, talent at all. I, I like Miles Straw a lot, and and I feel like uh, Miles Straw might be a better version in a lot of ways of Jake Marisnik, but they have options with him, and I think the way Jeff Luno sees it as, you know, Marisnik's got the experience, and so even though it wouldn't be the worst thing if Miles Straw replaced Jake Marisnik once everybody was back on the roster, I, I just I think it's the smart thing. It's the smart move to – to hold back and and if you need Miles Straw, if somebody somebody goes down, you're gonna you're gonna bring him up obviously in September and maybe maybe he gets a roster spot in the playoffs in, instead of Marisnik just because of that speed and because Jake Marisnik, when everybody's healthy, I, I don't see any way he's playing in playoff games with Springer and Reddick and Brantley and and Jordan. So Marisnik is basically a late inning replacement defensively, which Miles Straw can handle. But more than anything, you need that mile straw speed possibly late in games in the playoffs. So I could actually see him replacing Marisnik on the roster. I mean, I, I hate like assuming that there's a that we're talking playoffs, but you know, you got to be pretty confident if you're an Astros fan. That's one thing that I really liked about last season when they called him up is that speed, what he does to the pitcher when he's on first base, because they have to pay attention to him. And that kind of takes away a little of the attention from the hitter. Yeah, like you said, if you need someone fast to steal bases and pinch run, I think he'd be better at that than Jake Marisnik. Anything else on your mind? You look at big picture, Any anybody specifically, what what else you, you've been discussing on your show that uh, maybe we haven't hit on? I get a lot of flack on Twitter because I, I talk bad about Tyler White. I just don't like him, and his grand slam doesn't change my opinion of him. And I get a lot of flack on Twitter for talking bad about him. Uh, when he first came on the scene, what he, he had that 500-and-something batting average in week one, AL player of the week. I mean, he made a splash, but he's just – I just don't think he's the guy, and I talk about him a lot, and I get a lot of flack for that. That's surprising because there's a lot of flack to be given to him, like we said earlier uh, on Twitter. He, he's, he takes a lot of abuse, and, and I feel bad for him because he's he's – Seems like he's just such a nice guy and, you know, you you root for him because he's a great story, 30-something round draft choice. Uh, Nobody really believed in him. And, you know, if he he makes it, it, it's this great comeback story. And he's not, you know, he doesn't look like Mr. America out there. I mean, he's got the gut. Uh, He he just doesn't look like an athlete of any sort. Right. He's kind of a throwback to the old baseball players, not the, the guys that you see today that look like, you know, maybe the Springers and the Correas and they're cut and they run like the wind and, and all. You know, he just he doesn't look like that. So it, it's kind of fun to see, you know, somebody different shape, different size out there doing things. But, you know, I don't think when people, you know, they're, they're upset about him. I, I, I hope. It, it doesn't seem like it's anything personal. It's just there's the frustration that as a baseball player, he's not what you're looking for right now. Exactly. He's like I said earlier, he's the DH. I want I want more than three home runs. I, before tonight, he had two home runs and 11 RBIs. Alvarez has already surpassed that in about a week or so. And uh, when he plays first base, 
what I see is if the throw is not right at him and he has to stretch, he falls down. It just seems like all he's good for is DH to me. He, uh, I think Yuli is way better fielder than he is. And I think Yuli uh, catches the ball better at first base, but that's just where we need him because of the injuries. That's where we need him. If uh, Correa comes back and plays shortstop, Tyler White will never play first base again unless it's uh, unless they're giving people the days off. And Diaz has got to stay healthy. I mean, that's a big thing. I mean, he, they they need a backup first baseman. Jeff Luno and AJ Hinch to have seem to have no confidence in Jordan Alvarez being a first baseman of the future. I mean, I, I've heard right. what, what Hinch has had to say about it and a little bit from, from Luna. It just seems like he, he's not an option, unfortunately. And, you know, you'd like to see him have a position uh, besides left field because you do have Brantley and you got Reddick and Springer and the outfield's pretty jammed up. But uh, right now it, it's like Tyler White, you know, again, he's got a job until Aledmus Diaz can just be back on the roster and stay health, healthy, and that's the big thing. Well, before I let you go, tell people how they can connect with you on Twitter and how they can listen to your podcast. You can connect with me on Twitter at Rob Fontenot, R-O-B-F-O-N-T-E-N-O-T, and uh, the podcast name is uh, Astros Baseball. You can find it on uh, Apple Podcast, or you can put Anchor, dot fm backslash astros baseball can i add one thing sure okay this is this is what i've been talking about on the last podcast i just thought about it right now like i said earlier you talk about uh someone bad from the houston astros and there's so many people on twitter that are so positive i never talk bad about the astros you're not a real fan and i just get sick of people on twitter telling everybody how they should be fans. And I think if you truly love the Astros, you should be frustrated. You should be mad every time they lose. But these unicorn and rainbow fans, I mean, they just, I don't know. It just seems like you're not supposed to get upset if they lose. And that's kind of what I've been talking about lately. Yeah, it's it's Twitter is like the world these days. There's everybody feels like you got to be hard right or hard left. And, and there's not a lot of middle. And if you're an Astros fan, you're going to say something positive on Twitter sometimes, and you're going to criticize them when you feel like they need to be criticized. But you can you can straddle both of those things, and and I think that's the way to that's the way to do it. Exactly. Like I said, I, I don't hold back on my Twitter. Uh, I don't know if you saw my poll that I ran yesterday. I missed it. What was the poll? Well, it's I'm going to be blunt. The poll was does Tyler White suck? And eighty three eighty three percent said yes. So it's just not it's not because I ran that poll because people are making me think it's just me that thinks that, but it's not. It's not me. It's a lot of people, and you know that too. Oh yeah, you just do a little uh, search engine on on Tyler and Twitter, and you can you can see it. There's a, there's a lot of stuff out there, and be nice about it. I mean, you're you're, you're frustrated <laughs> with Tyler White. That's fine. I just don't don't say anything beyond his, his baseball play. That that's my that's my thing. But yeah, I don't get into people's personal life. Another thing that bothers me that I've always talked about Tyler White is the way he chews gum. It it just annoys me to watch him play baseball and chew his gum with his mouth open, and it's just he's just annoying to me. And I I don't know, I just can't stand him. Sorry, Astro fans. <laughs> this is this sounds like a mis, misophonia thing. You know what I'm talking about? The, yeah, yeah. It's, he's he's a smacker. Maybe he's a smacker. I don't know. I don't know. All right, Rob. Well, thanks again, man. 
All right, I appreciate you having me on. You're listening to Houston Sports Talk. Don't forget to follow Houston Sports Talk on Facebook and Twitter. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, the Google Podcast app, or the Stitcher app. You can support us by giving us a five-star review on iTunes or by telling your friends about us. Spread the word, everybody. Thanks for listening. Touchdown!